Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It's a Girls Life podcast. I'm so excited for this episode. It's like a really long time waited, I guess you could say. Um, Kate Stone is with us today, and she is a really accomplished person. She's also like all about like the motivation and like the self-improvement and just like topics that I'm really passionate about and more. So I'm really excited to kind of get into all of those and just really good things for all college kids. Honestly, high school, if you're listening to this and you're that age, anyone really, but since this podcast is for college girls, I just always clarify that part. And I'm just really excited to get into these topics because these are things that like we deal with on a daily. And it's great to always get like another perspective or someone who just knows more about it than we do. So hi, Kate, how are you? Oh, I'm so good, but so unmotivated. <laughs> okay. I was just laying down on my, I was just laying down on my bio mat and I could have like slept there for like an hour. Um, and oh. I, I think that's a really appropriate kind of way to start this conversation because yeah. we're going to talk about motivation, but we also have to be really honest about motivation. Mm-hmm. Like we're not always motivated. Motivation yeah. is often not there. You know what I mean? And Definitely. so we have to start from that place of of honesty around what is this thing called motivation like yeah tell us about it because I always feel like I'm not I mean for a fact I know like I've not we're not all motivated all the time like this morning I was just like no I have so much to do it's like scaring me and I don't want to do any of it um Mm -hmm. and so I would love to know like what what's your take on that and what is motivation um my take on motivation is it's it's really like multiple fold, but what I've come to understand about motivation is that it's a skill and an energy that you have to build within yourself. So it's kind of mm. like, like we all have different energies. Let's say somebody, and this is like a, a pretty good, I think this is going to be a pretty good analogy, but let's say somebody is intuitive. Like, let's mm. say you kind of like, um, have always had really strong intuitions or you, um, maybe like you were even like kind of psychic growing up and you kind of like had some experiences and, and like you could do it at other times. You couldn't do it at other times. You weren't like well practiced at it, but over time of practicing it and doing it, you got better at it and you could like, you became a psychic or a medium or like a <laughs> in, intuitive reader or whatever. Yeah. It, cool. So I think the same thing about motivation that, but instead of it being an innate talent, I think we all have the capacity to be highly motivated, um, primarily because it's a part of the brain. It's like a hard wiring in the brain, um, Mm -hmm. that we just have to learn how to activate and hack. Mm. And there's lots of different things we can do to activate our motivation and to build that skill and to build that energy so that it's like this well-oiled machine inside of ourselves. So that, you know, Monday morning, let's say, you know, we're a sophomore or junior in college and we're having to do this thing that we don't want to do. We've gotten so practiced at it that we just know how to do the thing that we don't want to do. And we just show up anyway. And that's really the hardest message I have for folks listening is like, motivation is often it it's not always there it's often not there and it's the the people who do the things who accomplish the most who create the life they want are the people that are just really good at doing shit they don't want to do (laughs) i don't mean mean you're not living your passionate life 
Yeah. Everything isn't awesome. That's not what I mean. It's not, I'm not talking about living a life you hate. No, 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 no. In fact, you're living a life you love. Like the things that you're doing within your life, within those structures are oftentimes things like tasks, um, you know, administrative stuff, um, outreach stuff, organizing stuff. Like you're not going to have an amazing life without having to clean up your garden and weed out your garden. Like that's just a part of the gardening process. Yeah. And so to create a life you love and to create that like joy and excitement and fun and expansion that we all want and really deeply desire to have requires us to do things every day that we don't want to do. And that we, we are often scared to do because Mm. we might suck at it. Wow. Okay. There's, there's some questions I have that I want to like pull back and ask you about first. I wanted to have like a side comment about like, well, I'm kind of like processing as you're speaking. So I was just was thinking about how I realized that like, that I, I never, I guess I didn't, I always thought that motivation was just like, oh, like at the right moment, I'll just like feel it. And like, if I don't have the right moment, then like, how am I supposed to get my work done? And then I was, well, I'm just using work because that's like, I'm in school. That's what I'm like thinking about with motivation maybe it's going to gym, maybe it's like calling back your parents. I don't know. It could be a lot of things, but like, I always thought like I had to like feel it. And then I was like waiting for the feeling and the feeling wasn't coming. So I was just sitting there and I was just like, Hmm, time is passing. And like, this is a waste of time now. And now I don't have time to actually like do what I need to do. So now that I know that it's like, we can actually choose to like do some things that will like help us get to motivation, I guess, or like get to the feeling like, that's very interesting to me. I would like to know more about like, what are those specific things that you say, like help you get there or could possibly help one get there? So I always talk about motivation equals momentum. So what you're trying to do, like, let's say it's the start of the day. And Mm -hmm. what a lot of uh, young people do is they hop on their phone. I am guilty of that too. Like in the morning, I've actually been like cutting this habit hardcore myself because it's absolutely terrible. And it, it just makes everything harder to do from that point forward. Um, so, you know, instead of getting on your phone, finding something that gets you into forward motion. Mm -hmm. So it could be like a walk with your dog. It could be going straight to the gym, making sure to like, you know, make that process easier, like sleeping in your gym clothes. It could Mm -hmm. be making sure you have like one to two tasks first thing in the morning that are really easy and not super time consuming that you can accomplish and get that dopamine hit released in your brain. So it's really about like those early hacks, how you start your day, those easy wins that you're like, yeah, I got this. I got some momentum going here. Um, you know, not necessarily, um, I mean, but every day is going to be different, right? right? So So like, there are some days where I'm like, I have to write a curriculum that I know is going to take me four hours to do. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this. Like I, before anything else, I just have to sit and eat the frog. But other days I'm like, you know, I have these, like some emails in my inbox that need to be dealt with. It's really easy, low hanging fruit. And I know as soon as I do that, I'm going to be a lot more excited to do all the other things I want to do that are going to be more fun, more interesting or more stimulating for me. So it's about finding, and that's why I say it's a skill you build over time because it's about finding what works for you. And every one of us is going to be different in terms of like, in terms of what gets us motivated. And one of the things is understanding and identifying 
well, what am I motivated by? So for me, I'm really motivated by, I'm really motivated by money and I'm really motivated by connecting with people. (laughs) I mean, I'm really, I have to be really honest with myself. Like I'm motivated to do the things in my day that I know are going to earn me lots of money because Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy the freedom that financial freedom gives me. Like I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to buy beautiful things. Like I want to, and also total power move. Like it's fun to earn money. It's like a game. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I understand myself a lot better now, um, in terms of what motivates me and I know what my targets are. So that's the other thing with motivation. I just did a reel on this on my Instagram is that lack of motivation often comes from a confusion. So mm-hmm. when you're like floundering around, it's because you're totally confused about what you actually want. You don't. Oh, know that makes so much want. sense. Yeah. There's been definitely like moments like recently where I've been like, I am just like at paralyzed because I don't know, like, what do I want to do? Like why? And just like the meaning behind it. So then I'm just like stuck. And then I just got to do it. Yeah. But that makes sense. Cause it's like, you're so confused that you just don't know like what's the next best step. Yeah. So, okay. I'll use myself as an example for this because I just talked about money. So my focus right now is filling my sales pipeline. That is my primary target and goal. That's what earns me money is filling my sales pipeline. So what fills my sales pipeline? Workshops, events, um, getting people exposed uh, to my work, demoing my work and my teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I start my day and I have this experience all the time where, where I have a planned day, I have some things that I've like moved from other days in my calendar and I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what am I really doing? And everything comes back to what I want, what my primary target is and everything gets moved across. And I was like, no, I'm only focusing on events or outreach or right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it gets, it's once you realize what you actually want, what you're trying to accomplish your day and how you spend your time becomes very easy to, uh, to discern and identify. And it becomes easier to get yourself going because you're like, I know the outcome if I do this and this versus this, I don't really know why I'm, I know I need to do this or at some point this needs to get done, but I don't know what it's for yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know which goal it's furthering. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like um I've heard about like why you want to have like your end goal in mind, like why that's important. And that kind of reminded me of that because it gives you something that you can like visualize that, you know, like this is, is what will happen if I reach the goal kind of. Um, and that helps you, like, makes you want to do it. Cause you're like, okay, like I could get there. Like that is, that could happen. I mean, I want to say, you know, I'm doing a workshop tonight and it's called achieve your dreams. Um, the 90 day plan. And I think a lot of the time we don't feel, mo- there's a lot of reasons why we don't feel motivated. And I kind of love talking about them because it blasts yes, through. Fill us in. It, it really blasts through a lot of like what, what stops us. We're like, Oh, I don't feel motivated. Oh, okay. I guess like now, like, I guess I just won't do it or I won't start or I'll just like, you know, you have to understand yourself. Like, why aren't you doing mm-hmm. the things, you know, you want to do, you know, you need to do. And one of them, like I said, is confusion, not knowing what you want. But another really important reason is not having big enough goals. If mm. your goals aren't big enough, like you, you're not going to be motivated. Like, you know, right. Like if you think they're like, like give a, give us an example of like a big goal versus like a small goal. 
Okay. Um, one of my big goals for this year specific, I mean, I have like really big goals. Like I have mm-hmm. goals of like, like world domination. I'm just kidding. But like, I mm-hmm. genuinely like to get my ideas out into the world. I want to get it out to every single person on planet earth. Like that's my big, crazy goal, which mm-hmm. I'll probably fail at, but it doesn't matter. Right. Because but it's just always... nice to have it. Right. Well, no, it's not nice. You'll fail higher than a small goal that you settled for. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, you'll always fail higher. Okay, so then if that is your biggest goal, like to impact everybody on earth, what is like a version of like a small goal? Um, well, I guess a small- Or too small. Maybe, is that like something you would like already be able to reach like in the next day or something? Is that what you're talking about? Okay, so here's a here's a interesting just one. Like when clarifying. I was, uh, you mean a goal that I could reach in the next day or so? Well, I didn't know like what you clarified is like what you meant. I mean, what you meant as like a small goal. I was just curious. Oh, okay, okay. So here's a really good example. I keep bringing up the whole money thing, but because I am financially motivated, um, so for years my financial goal was to make like ten thousand a month. Mm-hmm. Like that was like my financial goal. And at 36 years old um, and having far surpassed that, like on a monthly basis, um, what I've realized is that 10,000 was nothing. It was yeah. nothing. And it was really like, it, it. what it did is it it prevented me from learning the skills and developing the qualities. And the specific quality that I'm talking about is mindset of something mm-hmm. much bigger. So the knowledge and the skill set I have now, because I allowed myself to think way bigger, has just expanded that goal like by tenfold, right? Wow. A hundredfold. So, you know, we think like something is so great, like, oh, I'll be happy with that. Or let's say like, you know, a broke college kid or, a, you know, someone in your like twenties, you know, 10,000 feels like a lot, like you could do a lot with that, but it's really not. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, you know, something that I keep thinking about is like, well, I'm a person who's very like, grade focused, like, oh, like, I'll be so excited when I get like an A on that assignment. But then like, I've gotten A's in the past, and I have felt the exact same. And now I'm keep thinking the things I felt before that. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, like, let me like, refocus that goal of like, I mean, I don't know, I'm trying to think like on the spot, but like, I just want to like, maybe, I don't I maybe like learn a lot of new things. I don't even know what would be good, like a really good, like big goal to think about. If -hmm. you have any like suggestions, maybe that'd be helpful to talk about for other people who are like, I mean, what about you want school or whatever, but that's like, so like at the end of this four years, it won't really matter how did, how good I did in school, you know? Well, what if you, what if one of your goals was to do a Ted talk? What if one of your goals was to Ugh. get, um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, 500,000 listeners on your podcast, um, right? One of your goals were to, um, get like one of the most popular podcasters in the country on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So thinking in terms of like really big, like, so what that does is it when you have those big goals, then you have to ask yourself the next most important question, which is what would I have to do to get what I have to become to have to experience that, to get that, because it's not about the money. It's not about reaching the goal. It really isn't. The goal is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not irrelevant, but no, what it but does yeah. is give you 
is give you time and space to transform yourself <laughs> in mm. a way that you would never I like that. That sounds otherwise. good to me. Mm-hmm. Like you're this, you are who you are now, right? Right. You don't want to be this person forever, right? I imagine no, like not, you no. want to experience different sides of yourself, different, I, maybe different identities, uh, different talents, uh, different expressions of who you are. And the one of the best ways of of accomplishing that or, or transforming into um, kind of transforming your life into a new experience is to have a goal that requires you to take this like heroine's journey, this mm-hmm. hero's journey. And, um, and I, I mean, I'm on that now, so it doesn't end when you're in your thirties. It right, just keeps going. Right. It just keeps going. Like I've been, you know, an, a, a, I've been a traveler in Southeast Asia, um, like barefoot surfer girl. I've been, um, a Hollywood actress traveling all over the world, shooting commercials and film and television. Mm-hmm. I'm now an educator, you know, speaking on stages all over Europe this summer. So it's like my life keeps evolving and it's so fun. Yes. I have to do stuff. I don't want to do on the daily, like, you know, answer emails and follow up with people and create canvas and like, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is a lot of stuff, but what else am I going to do? I'm here. I'm on earth. <laughs> yeah right like I've done the I've done like the the camping Crazy trips things. yeah and wild adventures like I want a different experience and this is the one I'm choosing for now maybe mm-hmm. for the next 10 years and maybe when I'm like 45 I'll be like I want to try something else what could I you know and it's right like, it's allowing yourself to imagine I think that's really powerful and I think like for people around my age probably get really it's really easy to get stuck in like just thinking about the next day or like the next thing you have to do or just like and then when you think about the next day you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna have a bunch of new tasks that I really don't want to do and and you can't even get past it because just more things keep adding on and and it's just it's just endless endless amount of things you could do so I think and we were like talking about this just before we got on this call like there's endless amount of things you could do, which you have to realize, but then like you, I feel like I realized that like, I have to put on myself a stopping point each day. So I don't get like burnt out because I mean, I could be working all day, every day and still not be like satisfied. And how do you kind of navigate that? Or like, I know you talk to teenagers and, and everyone, a bunch of different ages. Like, what do you have to say about that? I feel like they probably have that same problem about this about not being able to slow down or about never feeling satisfied we can start with the not slowing down part and then maybe we could go to the not satisfied Hmm. the not slowing down part is um also uh, been a a really powerful part of my experience as a young person um Mm -hmm. you know I, i think it's it's a multiple fold answer Right. Um, sometimes it could be that you don't want to slow down because um, you're not comfortable being still and with yourself, you know, um, sometimes uh, you are working from a place of anxiety, which once you slow down, just creates agitation and discomfort, right? 
So learning how to rest actively is a really important thing, especially when you're working so hard. And I don't mean like Netflix, Netflix and chill or scrolling or, um, watching something to zone out. I mean, like active rest where you're just like aware of like your cells, (laughs) you know, on your body, like your body hair, like your skin, your energetic field that, you know, can expand outwards and come back in. Um, I think slowing down is really needs to be intentional and it's a just like motivation, just like getting yourself motivated. You have to learn what relaxes you, what slows you down. So, um, because I'm in a very high productivity phase of my life and I've done, you know, I spent two years meditating up to like four hours a day. Um, so I did that. I did that part of my life. Wow. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, it, I kind of like, I'm only 36, but I've done a lot of different things. And thankfully I've learned a lot from all these different things. And the meditation piece was interesting because I learned that while it's meditating can be totally blissful when you're really meditating and you've practiced and learned, you can fall into this absolute bliss state. And it can be euphoric and incredible mm-hmm. and honestly orgasmic. Um, like there were times where I would lay down to meditate and have like full, like orgasmic um, uh, feelings, like coming up my spine, just mm-hmm. like you would if you were like making love, having sex, mm-hmm. right? Um, so there's a lot to discover there for anybody who's interested in meditation and <laughs> deep like beta meditation. Um, but slowing down in this part of my life, the productivity piece, it's harder. So I need more tools and I have more tools. Like I still have meditation, but sometimes it's like, I need, I need to, I I'll, I'll know if I need to exercise, if I'm, if I'm agitated or if I have like a lot of frustration, like I had today. Um, or, you know, I love, one of the things that I use a lot of physical things is saunas and ice baths or cold showers. So those really help me relax my nervous system. So, you know, the, the theme of everything we're talking about, Charlotte is about understanding how to hack your biology, whether to hack your biology to get you motivated or to hack your biology to help you slow down and relax, you know, whether it's activating dopamine to get you motivated or whether it's regulating your vagus nerve and your nervous system to relax you. There's tons of things you can do. And you just find, you know, who's ever listening, find what works for you. It's going to be different by person to person, but keep those tools in your tool belt and do them and practice them. And it'll be always something you can go back to no matter what, you know, no matter what shit storm you're in, in your life, you will always have something to go back to. Right. No, that's so insightful. And I think like another interesting thing that I've kept realizing like most recently has been just how much like a simple break can like totally like I feel like something that's really interesting is like our brain is always thinking, but it takes like very small like actions to totally change your perspective. And I know like what you were saying about like the showers, like even it's like the act of like just like stopping whatever you're doing, say you're getting like really upset or overwhelmed. I just found like, oh, like if I stop and then I, you know, go on a walk or whatever, I instantly like 
I'm thinking about it differently. And I don't know how that works, but I swear, like, if you just like take a break, you do something else, it probably like, you probably be thinking about whatever you're dealing with or whatever's on your mind a little bit differently. And it's really helpful to know, like, that will always happen for like whatever you go on. Cause you're not going to always also be dealing with the same things and you're never going to be feeling the same things constantly. I feel like. Yeah. One of the things I think for young people to get a sense of, um, young adults who are just starting to be like, oh, this is who I am. And this is the way my mind thinks, Ooh, this isn't working for me. You know, like, mm-hmm. wow, my mind is attacking me a lot or criticizing me a lot. Yeah. Or, I'm really harsh with myself. Um, or I'm really harsh on these people in my life or whatever it is. Right. Or God, I'm like, I'm thinking of the worst case scenario, like all day long, every day. Yeah. Um, you, you want to start to stop taking your thoughts so personally and so seriously, they're just right. thoughts. And those thoughts are often coming from hidden subconscious beliefs. And so you want to welcome the thoughts that you have because you want to know. So you know, this, okay, I'm taking a slight tangent here, but you, you know, I think like Gen Z wants to know a lot about like manifestation. How do you manifest? I do. Guess what? Your consciousness, like the <laughs> your conscious mind and ideas, um, aren't the things that manifest your life. It's your unconscious stuff that manifests your life. So you're like, God, why did this happen to me? It's because there is an unconscious belief underneath your, the surface of your awareness. That's creating something in the external world, bringing it to you in full frontal 3D fashion so you can see it, become aware of it and decide to shift that belief. Decide if you're gonna continue believing in that thing or not. It's super sorcery. So it's realizing that we're in a hologram and everything (laughs) in your life is bringing you things. <laughs> Sorry, but that Sorry, sounded like dog. really crazy. Okay, and I was just had to laugh. Oh, you dog! Hey. She like leaped onto me. Aww, <laughs> that was hilarious. They, she just had a play date. Um, Aww, so cute. Okay, so backing up, we're living in a hologram. Everything in your life is bringing you experiences to show, to give you a choice whether or not you want to believe in that thing, to continue to believe in that thing or not. It's a gift because it's showing you what's unconscious. It's showing you what's creating your life. And most of us, especially when I was young, I got manifestation after manifestation after manifestation. I was like, God, this sucks. Why does this keep happening? Ah, get me away from this. I just want mm-hmm. this to go away. And then it would come back. <laughs> Cause it's, is it, it like, come back again. does it come back because it's like, you're not like dealing with it? Yes, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> That's exactly it. That makes a lot so, of sense. I used to have this mantra, which lately I've been like, cause I had a banner year in 2022. A lot happened to me a lot in my life transformed and changed and it was radical and sometimes painful, but I used to have this mantra. I haven't used it in a while. Like I said, cause I'm a little afraid. But I said, show me what I cannot see. Show me what is unconscious in my mind. Show me what I'm ready to shift and change. I would tell the universe this and be like, bring it, baby. That's (laughs) scary. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, that's the thing. In a way. That's the thing is, is like shit's going to hit the fan in our life. Like really hard things are going to happen to all of us. It just depends on the time when and where yeah when and where and you know to be honest like 
if it doesn't kill you, it will make you stronger and it will be painful perhaps when it happens, but it will be an opportunity to forgive yourself, to forgive the experience and to forgive the belief, whatever ideas that exist in your mind. Like, I just really believe that that's why we're here on earth. Like why, why else would, that's the way I make meaning out of this experience. Like there's just no reason why we should be floating on this ball on the, on the edge of the Milky way, like living this in this weird society. That's totally messed up. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. If not to reveal what's hidden in our consciousness and mm-hmm. to begin to heal those things and, and transform those things and experience the joy of transformation of going from one set of beliefs to another. I mean, it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of the coolest things. It's kind of like peak experience type stuff, you know? Right. Hmm. That was a lot. That was, that was good though. That was like, so like informative. And now I just feel like I have to like sit with that and think about it a lot, but it's good because like, I never, I guess I, I mean, I thought about it in parts and pieces and then like, I would say the same thing just in different, like using different words, like, my reality is like based on like the things I'm worrying about, stuff like that. Um, but it's all kind of the same message of like, you are guess being like, you're going to be shown like the things that you're like really struggling with. And there's like a reason and like, you're supposed to go through those things so you can learn like what to do the next time. And like, it will just give you, I mean, and then I am always like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get through this. And then like every time I get through it and I'm like perfectly fine. Um, but it's just like crazy how much, your mindset can either like hinder you from making progress or help you make progress and and the fact that like we can kind of we can really control like how we think about it is like okay that's fine then because we can deal with the one thing that's either like stopping us or making us keep going which is like what we've been talking about for the whole episode so I was just thinking about that and processing (laughs) (laughs) it's all dovetailing it's all starting to like make sense right Okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to kind of like change a little bit about like going on to a different topic, even though I really like that topic a lot. And it's like something I love to read about because I just find it so interesting that like we can actually control everything in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, But talking about, let's see, I'm trying to see which topic I want to talk about. Um, What is your perspective on like confidence and gaining confidence and this is totally different than what we've been talking about but I just wanted to hear like I know for me like confidence has always I've gained confidence over time by doing things that I never really thought I was able to do um and then for the most part that would transfer into like different areas of my life because like starting this podcast gave me a lot of confidence in public speaking. And I would see that like in the classroom, for example, but like, I would not see it sometimes in like some really certain specific social settings. So I'm just kind of curious about what your take is on confidence and how to like kind of grow it for people who might be struggling to find it. Wow. I just, I'm in awe of you. Cause that's exactly right. Like you, that is the core that is the core key to confidence is doing things that you felt like you never thought you could do, but doing them anyway. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I'll tell like a little story. So when I was um, in high school, I just wanted to be an actress so bad. Like I just wanted to be on in film on stage. Like I wanted, and it was, it wasn't even so much about attention, although I definitely wanted attention. Um, clearly now I'm like doing podcasts and talking for a living <laughs> and I'm a teacher, <laughs> always the center of attention. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more about wanting to express myself a certain way, like a desire to express myself more fully because I was growing up. I was like always editing myself mm-hmm. and kind of like basing how I acted and what I said or what I thought even on what I thought people would most respond to or whether or not people would like me because of it. And it was something I really struggled with in high school. It was a really painful experience to be that suppressed and to be Mm -hmm. that like held, holding yourself back so much because you're, you just can't accept yourself. Right. So of course what happens, we project that lack of acceptance onto other people. We're terrified other people won't accept us. It's because we can't face the fact that we won't accept ourselves, right? So when we want to feel more confident, we have to look at what we're most afraid to do. (laughs) Like, what do we most want? Mm -hmm. And what are we most afraid to do? And I guarantee you, like, those things will likely be connected in some way for me. I most wanted to just be an actress, to be expressive, to be just like flowing and loving and popular and just like easygoing, you know, mm-hmm. just easy yeah. um, and like effortless, you know? Um, and it was my biggest terror. Like I couldn't put myself out there. It just like, I remember like it was drama. It was like the play in high school. I like backed out at the last minute. I couldn't do it. I just had an absolute meltdown. Now, like a parent who was really parenting me at the time would have been like, no, you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hundred percent have to do it. Um, and if I was my parent at that time, I would have been like, no, get out there. You're doing, you're doing it. It's going to be okay. It might hurt. It might, you might feel like the worst fear of your life, but you got to do it because you're going to otherwise waste time. You're going to waste time being in fear for like five more years, which is what happened. And it wasn't until I was like in my early twenties and I was in Bali, um, that I started modeling and I started getting more comfortable in front of a camera and I started going, Oh my God, I started getting more confident, doing more inner work and realizing, Oh my God, this desire is still here. And remember when you desire something, it's because a lot of the time there's something in that for you. There's something that you need to develop that that desire by following that desire is going to help you develop. So for me, it helped me develop my, uh, speaking skills, my performance, my ability to modulate my energy and influence people and influence a room. Look, I'm doing six or seven auditions a week. Terrified. When I first started, I would get sick before every audition. I'd be like, having to like pull over to the Sunoco gas station to like throw up mm-hmm. before I'm gonna, like the CBS, That's terrible. you know? Oh God. And it, it, I had that experience for like almost five years. <laughs> so why did I keep doing it? Because I just had to, I had to, I had to prove it to myself. Um, and then I started getting more and more confident, more and more comfortable. Um, and then I was like a pro when I would go into the rooms. Right. Yeah. Um, and now as a teacher, I like last night I was teaching to a hundred people, you know, and it, I feel totally comfortable with that process, mm-hmm. but look, 
every single week since 2023 began, I felt sick on Sunday nights because there are things still that I'm scared to do that I haven't done yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So every single week I'm like, oh my God, this is like such an intense week. I can't believe I have to do this. Oh my God. I've never done this before. And my confidence is I'm a very confident person. Yeah. I was (laughs) going to say, you would never expect that. (laughs) So I just keep doing the things that are uncomfortable. And and it's so sweet that we're coming back to this because it comes back to doing things that are uncomfortable, doing the things that you don't want to do and that you're scared to do. Um, It's such an important skill to be able to, to get yourself to do things. Cause you know, what on the other side of it, you, you will transform into the person, you know, you're capable of being, you are that person. It's just, we're in time and space and we have to take this heroine hero's journey. That's, that's the bag. That's the yeah. cosmic joke. <laughs> I love that. I love how we kind of like fully went full circle and ended on a really good note that we started on. This was such like a, impactful conversation I feel like I'm still like processing everything that we've talked about so it's like I don't even have like specific things to say right now but like I love thinking about these types of things because it just like comes back to this idea of like to empower ourselves is so important because we are just like the only things that can like continue to move things going and and I and I really like that so I'm really really happy we got the chance to talk and I knew we could talk for like probably many more hours but I think this will be so impactful for the girls that are listening and I hope that everyone enjoyed, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you. And I want to leave the listeners with one more thing, Mm -hmm. which is to say like, whatever you want to do, like, don't worry about who's watching because I mean, this might sound insensitive, but like no one cares. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that before. And still like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's so hard because like, you, you you have to realize that like think about someone else like you I mean I think about people all the time and I'm like watching them and maybe I like notice something like weird happened or, like maybe like they fell out of their chair or something I think about it for one minute I'm like that was kind of weird and then you move on and I don't think about it ever again so like in the same place that you act like that to other people like other people act like that to yourself so it's okay uh, and it's just fine you should do whatever you want once you start to take that leap and those first few steps into territory that's uncomfortable and new, you'll, you'll start to, it's, it's like a training process. You'll start to train yourself to be comfortable in that discomfort and it it, look short-term discomfort is worth it for that long-term investment of a life you absolutely love and becoming a person that you respect and admire and the best part of the whole That's process good. of transforming and doing things you're afraid of is that you get to share these gifts with other people who come up behind you. And right. it is really, it gives meaning and purpose and joy to this quite short life that we have here. We only have like 80 years or so, sometimes shorter. So just go for it. Like, don't let the limiting ideas and beliefs hold you back. Just like recognize them, hear them out be like, I hear you voice in my head that doesn't want to do this. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> like, Hop on, strap in, we're going for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. That's such like an amazing like way to end the episode too. And just like 
a really good little push and motivation, if I'd say so, to get us all started. But again, thank you so much. And like, this was such an insightful conversation. Happy we had it. Um, Can I oh, tell people where to find me? Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yes, definitely. Tell us no, where well, we can find and, like where we can find more about you and continue. Like you work with girls. So like, where could they work with you type of thing? So I have, um, I'm a college coach, obviously. So I have, um, I know everybody who's listening is probably in college, but I do college essays. So if you want to join some of my college focused leadership, personal development style workshops, go to universitygurus.com slash workshops. But if you're interested in more like social, emotional inner work stuff, I lead a seven week, uh, inner education program for young women called HeartSpeak. So go to heartspeak.school. And if you want to do a 30-day motivation challenge, which is going to totally get you out of your comfort zone, by the end of it, you're going to be totally transformed. Go to heartspeak.school slash motivation. You get a text a day to your phone, get all your friends to do it. It's only like 35 bucks to sign up for it. And it'll it'll transform how you understand motivation. I love that. These are perfect resources because it helps like exactly the girls that are listening to this episode. And I want to join one of those challenges or like look into one and then join the rest of them as well. So I'm really excited. (laughs) I'll leave links to both of those below. And yeah, this was great. Thank you so much, Charlotte. This was fun. Thank you.